the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, there may be no hope for humanity. Boy, do we have a lot of stupidity for you today, and we're not even going to get into the stupidity of two votes taken on the Senate floor that everybody knew had no chance of passing, and the fact that the shutdown is still going on, at least it was the last time I looked, and I don't care. That's stupid, but it's just Washington, D.C. stupidity. I really don't know where to start, but um, why don't we start with some sports here. It's a story out of South Dakota. Uh, the headline uh, of which uh, was uh, it comes from Newsbusters, where I originally saw it, but I've looked into the story a little bit more. The headline is "Gender Denying Media Fight South Dakota Birth Gender Bill." Uh, South Dakota's Prep Athletic Association currently allows a small number of students identifying as transgender to obtain waivers to compete on opposite gender teams. Uh, this is a, a Republican Senator Jim Bolin. He wants uh, he's introduced a bill. Uh, he's the lead sponsor with SB 49 would stop that in order to assure fair competition. His bill is patterned after rules in Texas requiring high school athletes to compete according to their birth gender. Imagine that not their perceived gender. I just firmly believe those who are males should play in sports designated for males, and those who are females should play in sports designated for females, according to your birth certificate. It's about fair competition. We're not breaking any new ground. I don't think there's any a whole lot of new ground being broken there, but uh, the Daily Beast has a woman named Samantha Allen, and uh, she's written a piece the headline for, of which in the Daily Beast is South Dakota is close to discriminating against young transgender athletes. And she writes, but now some lawmakers in South Dakota are trying to use sports as a weapon against transgender people in a bill that LGBT advocates warn could spawn a wave of copycats. Now, let's think about that for a minute. You're using they're just because they want to maintain sports the way they were imagined the way they were developed the way they were invented the reason for which they were invented for competition invented by men by the way uh every single one that i know of uh and um this woman decides that they're it's uh, the sports are uh, it's not because someone who has a uh a, a great interest in or a love of sports would want to see it uh, some san- some sanity maintained and have boys compete against boys and girls against girls it's They've decided that this is a good weapon to use just because they don't like people who are transgender. It's a weapon being used, uh, a sports as a weapon against transgender people. And as the Associated Press reported, uh, this is also in the Daily Beast story, the sponsors of SB 49 modeled after restrictive athletics policies in Texas. I mentioned that. The same state where transgender boy Mac Beggs was controversially uh, forced to wrestle in girls' tournaments because his birth certificate lists him as a female. Uh, they made a girl wrestle against girls, uh, and even though the girl claimed that she's a boy, so uh, that's terrible. And so you can't you can't do that. So that's that's um, that's where we are in South Dakota. And then uh, this guy named Chase Strangelo of the ACLU. He says they failed to get a bathroom bill passed in the past three legislative sessions. They've tried to get something passed there to deal with, you know, who should go in what bathroom. As we're actually at the point, obviously, where you need a law to determine that. But they failed to get a bathroom bill passed in the past three legislative sessions. And so this is the latest manifestation of that animus. Again, it isn't because they, they want to have some sanity where you don't have uh, a boy... A, a biological male winning the girls' state hundred uh, yard hundred meter dash okay championship, which happened I think in Connecticut where you had a uh, a boy win just just run away as, to use an expression with a um, several track championships 
uh, sprinting and that kind of thing in Connecticut. I think it was last year. Uh, even the bill's sponsor, Republican State Senator Jim Bullen, who I mentioned, this is again in the in the uh, uh, story from uh, the Daily Beast, uh, has tried to distance SB 49 from the failed bathroom bills of years past, telling the Associated Press this has only to do with the uh, eligibility for athletic competition. Now, um, Hudson Taylor she is executive director of Athlete, a- Athletes Ally, that's an LGBT athletics uh, organization. Uh, and she says, um, sports is a sex-segregated space. Are you ready now? And one of the preeminent spaces in society that is teaching concepts of, are you ready? Masculinity. Uh-oh. Ha- imagine that. A sport invented by men is sowing some signs of <laughs> there's masculine influence. What's going on? How could that possibly be happening that a sport that was created by men, you know, cavemen were racing each other 5,000 years ago, and they're still doing it. Women didn't come up with it. Men did, okay? I, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, but that's, that's what happened. It's that they were invented by men. So it's now a problem because, you know, sports... Is uh, it's it's one of the preeminent spaces in society that is teaching concepts of masculinity. They were invented by men. Masculine people invented the sport. They came up with the idea. I got an idea. Let's go outside and we'll punch each other in the face and see which one of us falls down first. Those were men who were stupid enough to do that. Women were smarter than that. But the men came up with it, but it's masculine. What's she say again? It's a preeminent space in society that is teaching concepts of masculinity. So when transgender people begin to participate more visibly, he says, I thought it was a she, it's Hudson Taylor, uh, the knee-jerk reaction is anger. It's, it's and it isn't this. What what? Why does it have to be anger? It's it's um, it's um, stupidity. It's just leave me alone. Let's let us have our sport. So that's that's um, that's where we are with this one. And then over here you have uh, the uh, the the guy down in um, uh, Florida from the Federalist, the Pasco County School Board says that a male coach has to supervise a girl undressing in the boys' locker room. Nothing wrong with that. And he was told he couldn't inform any of the kids' parents that this was going on. Some of the boys came, this was a middle school, the boys came running out of the room and said, hey, there's a girl in there, what are we supposed to do? She's getting undressed. Uh, Rob Apatisano is a gym teacher there, says he was threatened with losing his job if he objected to it. So they had a big school board meeting. It was packed with parents who had a big problem with the policy when they found out about it. And listen to uh, his speech that he gave to the school board and then the crowd's response to it. My name is Robert Pietasano. He coach at Chasco Middle School here today, fighting for the rights, the safety of our kids, our parents, and other teachers. For my whole career as a teacher, we as a district have strived to do what's best for our students while keeping the parents informed. This past September, I was told that a girl, identifying as a boy, would have full access to the boys' locker room, including the shower. Upon hearing this, I objected. I told my principal that we need to contact district because I cannot do this. District lawyer, Thomas Nisham, questioned me on why is this a problem and said that I was the only one in the county that had an issue with this. I mentioned that no girl should be taken off her clothes in front of these young, young boys or grown men. Both her privacy and the boys' privacy needed to be protected. I mentioned that the parents need to be informed. The Sunishram told me that only the female student had any right and the parents would not be informed. I said that they would get sued. He said that we are the largest employer in Pasco County. They get sued all the time. It's no big deal. I then asked, I was then asked if I would accept the transfer. Why would I accept the transfer if this is going to be a countywide policy? I was then told I could lose my job, my teaching certificate, and never be able to teach in the state of Florida again. And the last threat included, are you willing to lose your job over this? I said no, but I'm not willing to quit on these kids, and the parents need to know. I asked the board, 
at what level of undress is appropriate for a 14 year old girl in front of an adult male PE coach in 30 bullets. The girl taking off her top but keeping her pants on? What if, what if she um, keeps her top on, strips down to her panties? What if she's in her panties and her bra? What if she strips nude and wants to use the shower? Or none of the above. Again, what is acceptable? You may be saying that this is no big deal or trying to downplay it, but no one except for myself and my colleague witnessed these young boys running out of the locker room, half-dressed, saying, Coach, Coach, we have a problem. There's a girl in the guy's locker room. It's a shame after speaking to one of the school board members that I learned that this unwritten policy was never even voted upon. Again, I ask why. What is being hit? I can only hope that if the boys start entering the girls' locker room, that we don't have a repeat situation like the one in Georgia where a young girl was sexually assaulted by transgender. <coughs> As a board, are you willing to accept the responsibility? Thank you. Your time's up, sir. Please consider the policies to protect all our kids and keep our parents safe. And he got a standing ovation. And then, uh, was he making any sense there? Was he, is there something wrong with him? He's, of course, told that he's in a minority. He's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, he's transphobic, whatever they told him. And, they, you know, they threatened him with his job. Well, a female teacher there also testified against the policy. And she said that her job was threatened when she said parents have a right to know about the policy, and she was told in, uh, that she was in a distinct minority. That's that's what she was told by the, uh, I don't know, the people from the state level uh, when they investigated the problem and about whether to change the policy. But she was told that she was going to lose her job if she didn't shut up. So she hasn't shut up yet. Anyway, after all this, uh, do you know what the school board did after the meeting and his speech? Nothing. Nothing. The policy still stands. We'll be right back. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition, connected to just any transmission, in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years. Which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through February 28th. Come in today and we'll help cover your first month's payment. Offer available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned, or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first month's payment and certified pre-owned warranties. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically read your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% chemical-free, Plug-In Pest Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. GoPestFree.com today. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social, 
catch them, and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Patriot Mobile wants you to know that you can get a great deal while spending zero of your hard-earned dollars on liberal causes. As President Trump has said, we are in a crisis, and that means every dollar counts. Don't waste your efforts on something as simple as your cell phone. You're going to use it every day and pay for it anyway, so why not switch to a company like Patriot Mobile that is actively fighting for border wall security, pro-life, and Second Amendment rights? Patriot Mobile makes the transition easy. and You can call 1-800-PATRIOT and talk to a real live person who shares your traditional American values and will help you save money and switch from Big Mobile to America's only conservative cell phone company. You get the same reliable nationwide service. And with unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month, why wait? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call them at 1-800-APATRIOT. 1-800-272-8746. Patriot Mobile. Let's secure the border and secure the future of America. Patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call them at 1-800-APATRIOT. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, in case you didn't get enough stupidity in that first segment, uh, here's where the stupidity began for me today anyway. Uh, my wife noticed this story on Good Morning America today. They had just teased it, and she said, I think you will you might like this story. And so I made the mistake of watching it. It's a story about Kate Hudson, the actress, uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. You'll hear an expert here in the middle of the piece. Her name is Christina Spears Brown, and she is an author and a uh, she's identified as a gender studies authority. Listen to the piece. Story: Kate Hudson is opening up about how she's trying to raise her new baby as genderless. Apparently, that's an approach more and more American families are trying. Paula Ferris here with the details. Hey, Paula. Good morning, George. Good morning, everyone. As you can imagine, there are already a host of opinions about this one. Kate Hudson, she doesn't want to put any labels or restrictions on her daughter, who's just three months old, because she doesn't want to assume how she'll identify herself as she's growing up. And this morning, the actress and Weight Watchers ambassador is revealing that she's raising her daughter with what she calls a genderless approach. Hudson also telling AOL in an interview online that we still don't know what she's going to identify as. Raising a child gender neutral is not just some Hollywood fad. It's a parenting style that more and more American families are trying. I think partly because they see a lot more variation out there. You realize there's a lot of ways to be a boy or a girl. And parents are realizing that really seems to be a much healthier and happier way to raise kids. Now, not everyone likes this approach. Traditionally, many believe a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. Our experts say that there are shades to this, however. Some gender-neutral parents may refer to their baby as a they-be. Not a he, not a she, but a they-be. Hudson does not go that far, but this can be as simple as just focusing on the child's traits instead of their gender, and I'm just going to leave that one. Well, right it's here. a great conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's just a great conversation. You know what? Everyone's no judgment. Have feelings no about judgment. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, whatever, Paula. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel is best for your child. That's there right. You go. Yeah, it's a great conversation. Whatever you feel is best for your child. That's good. Um, and <laughs> as I'm watching this, uh, you know, obviously it's radio. It's not you don't get the appreciation, but. Michael Strahan is sitting there, a big, uh, gigantic, former defensive uh, end in football, and uh, uh, a pro, you know, all pro player. And he, he, uh, he, he I, I watched him, and I know that it made him want to puke. Okay, I don't know it, but I'm, you know, I know it. I just, he's, I, I just think a guy like him would want to puke at the thought if he had a son. That if his wife said, you know, that's nice that we had a son, but let's just. Let him let let they decide what they want to be when they get to be. I don't know what old, what age are you allowed to be before you get to decide. I don't know. Um, and here's the other thing. So it would it would be nice. It just uh, Good Morning America. Um, it would be. And by the way, I, I I walk by the TV a lot and I see it because my wife has it on in the morning and I'm getting ready to take my dogs out and I look over and I, I see it all the time. And a lot of times the sound's down low enough I can't even hear it, but I'll see the graphic on the bottom of the screen. It'll say, so-and-so opens up. And I've, I've kidded my wife about it. I say, you know, 
so-and-so opens up about her new shoes. So-and-so opens up about getting her hair done. Opens up now. It's not just, you know, it's like it's opening up. So anyway, uh, Kate Hudson opened up about this today. That's what's at the beginning of the piece. But but in the piece it said, it's not a Hollywood fad. More and more parents around the country are doing it. Now, I don't know what they base that on. I don't know what surveys have been done. I would be... I would love to know the percentage of people in the, and I'm hoping it's really low, but I would like to know the percentage of people, parents in the United States of America, who are doing what Kate Hudson is doing or are referring to their babies as babies or not, or letting, or deciding that, yeah, the baby has a penis, but we'll let the baby decide whether it's a boy or a girl when, when he gets to be, when it, when they get to be a certain age. What percentage of people are out there actually that insane in doing that? Uh, and, and so they say things like that on television, on national television. More and more people are doing it, and uh, you're supposed to just accept it. And everybody on the set is nodding, including Michael Strahan. It would be it would be refreshing if Michael Strahan just like had his head in his hands when he was at the end of the piece when they came out to him. He was going, "What's going on? <laughs> Who believes any of this?" You know, give me a break. What, what, I know that, and and maybe even I don't know. George Stephanopoulos strikes strikes me as the, as the type of guy who he probably he probably likes it. He probably thinks it's a pretty good idea, and he's probably he was nodding his head. He was actually agreeing with it. But I I just I get the feeling that Michael Strahan's not. So uh, and then um, I, I think I might have seen this on this at the same time, but I saw it also today. Uh, this is really good news because I, I, I know this is going to really increase your uh, enjoyment of the, of the Super Bowl. Um, male cheerle- cheerleaders will be performing at the Super Bowl for the first time in history. Have you ever seen these guys? They will be out there uh, dancing because, you know, just as I've said here before, I've been to a thousand NFL football games and I've seen a lot of cheerleaders. And a lot of them, most of them are really good looking and they have really nice bodies and they're not wearing a lot of clothes. And they, I have yet to see one lead a cheer. One. I have never seen a cheerleader actually lead a cheer. They're out there to dance. They're quasi strippers. That's why they're out there. So now a couple of guys came in and they've decided that it would be wonderful if they danced with them. Now they're not out there like acting as, you know, being able to like help the girls do do uh, uh, gymnastics and flip them and do that kind of stuff because they're men. They are doing the same moves as men that the women scantily clad are doing as women with these ridiculous looks on their faces. And uh, I don't know what guy is there to see a football game wants to see that. If he wants to see the cheerleaders, and they're not cheerleaders, then he wants to see cheerleaders. He doesn't want to see that guy out there. Why is he there? But... It's just wonderful. Uh, Quentin Perron and Napoleon Ginnies will make their debuts as the first male cheerleader, cheerleaders ever to perform at the big game. The duo joined at the start of the 2018 season, becoming the league's first male cheerleaders ever. And believe it or not, I actually saw, I was, uh, again, I, I watched, I see, I, I, I don't know why I'm admitting this, but I see Good Morning America too much. Maybe my wife called me in for this one too, but I saw him. When they showed up on Good Morning America, and everybody on the set was slobbering all over him, and I know that Michael Strahan wanted to puke at that too, but you know, I don't, I don't remember his reaction. So that's what you got. That's where we are. And uh, as I said about 28 minutes ago, there may be no hope for humanity. Hey, if you want to call me in the second half hour with anything that we've covered here in the first half hour, give me a call eight four four. 302-1250, When we come back, I am going to defend. Are you ready for this? I am going to defend the Nutting family. You know, the team, the, the owners of the Pirates, the Nutting family defended right here on AM 1250. The answer. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. There are signs of movement towards ending the government shutdown. Shortly after the Senate rejected competing plans to reopen the government, South Carolina's Lindsey Graham says he called the president to talk about a plan to reopen the government for three weeks while both sides negotiate. I told him we're talking about a three-week CR. 
And all of us believe if we had three weeks with the government open, with all the discord coming from a shutdown, that we could find a way forward to produce a bill that he would sign that would be good for everybody in the country. But we need that opportunity. Speaking on the Senate floor, Graham says he's never been more optimistic that a solution may be within reach. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 22 points, but the Nasdaq rose 47 and the S&P advanced 4. Crude oil up 51 cents to 53.13 a barrel. This is SRN News. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Larry Elder still sees no evidence of collusion. I am led to believe by people who have interacted with the special counsel that we should be prepared for him to release a report that is anticlimactic. Did Donald Trump coordinate or collude with the Russians? We have seen zero evidence of that. And I think the president is growing confident that there's zero evidence of any kind of collusion, even in the Mueller report. He already knows he didn't collude. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 1250. The answer... Why get stuck with a Medicare plan that leaves you at a disadvantage? Medicare open enrollment season has been extended through March 31st. This is John Steigerwald. Take advantage of your final opportunity this year to make a one-time switch to real Medicare coverage that includes traditional Medicare Part B and the Part D prescription drug plan. The team at Marley Financial knows Medicare is confusing. They know you have questions, and their team of experts can guide you through all the options available to help you make the best choice possible. A comprehensive Medicare plan that lets you access any doctor or hospital you want without a referral, with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. A Medicare plan that's focused not just on cost, but quality. Don't get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses. Call Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. Deadline is March 31st. That's 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It helps boost student engagement and achievement across all academic subjects and helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music has always been a huge part of my life. When I started taking clarinet lessons in sixth grade band, a whole world was open to me. I learned how to read music and play multiple instruments. From there, I sang in choir and learned about melodies and harmonies and chords and how to string them together to make this beautiful thing called music. The music education that I received as a student set me up for success as an adult, not just in my career, but in my life. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it's never silenced. Learn how you can help support music education at itstartswithme.org. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East, watch out for delays outbound. Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Slow spots inbound. Heads with Swissvale to the tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, now you'll see some delays there inbound. Martoner Run Road to Campbell's Run Road and also outbound Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie from 79 to Campbell's Run Road. Outbound 65, some delays as you approach the McKees Rocks Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
cloudy, brisk, and colder tonight with a flurry early, and then a couple of snow showers around late will drop down to 18 for an overnight low. Could be a snow shower around tomorrow morning, otherwise mostly cloudy, windy, and cold. Temperatures will hold near 20. There will be some clouds tomorrow night. It will be a very cold night, down to 10 degrees. A lot of clouds for the weekend with a bit of snow each day. High 27 Saturday and 32 on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Brian Thompson on AM 1250, The Answer. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Welcome back. Uh, so uh, we are what? Uh, what is this? What's the date today? Twenty second, fourth. Much I'm in touch with what's going on. Twenty fourth. Uh, we're not that far away from spring training. You know, three weeks maybe. And uh, and I'm seeing it a lot because the baseball season is getting ready to start. And this is an old thing. It's been going on for a long time. And uh, uh, I saw it most recently, uh, Dayan Kovacevic at uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports, a guy I know well and respect. Uh, he was pretty much trashing the Pirates for having the lowest payroll in the division. Not just having the lowest, but by far the lowest payroll in their division and being way behind places, uh, markets like uh, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. And this is something that I've been talking about for only about 35 years, maybe 40. Since uh, the late 70s when I was working in radio, um, I did a, uh, a little research of my own on the Cincinnati Reds and the Pirates. Uh, the Pirates at that time were every bit as good as the Reds. They were winning division championships. They had won a World Series. Uh, they were about to win another one in 79. The Reds had the big red machine. And the Reds were packing people in in Cincinnati into a stadium that was exactly like Three Rivers Stadium. It was a twin of, uh, at Riverfront. And uh, it was a twin of Three Rivers. The Pirates were putting 15,000 people into Three Rivers, and they were putting 49 in um, in Riverfront. And people couldn't figure out why, and the Pirates were being trashed, and Pittsburgh was being trashed as a terrible baseball town. So I did a little research, and one of the things I found out was that the Cincinnati Reds had 103, or something like that, I don't know the exact numbers, but they had, I I believe it was over 100 stations on their radio network, and the Pirates had 30. And I had been working in Charleston, West Virginia, doing baseball play-by-play for the Pirates AAA team down there, and I was on the FM station doing the, the, the AAA games. And the AM station didn't carry the Pirates, even though it was the Pirates AAA team and had been there for a long time. And Dave Parker had played there and uh, um, Kent DeColvey and uh, a bunch of big-name Pirates had come through there who had gone on to help them become a really good team in the 70s. Um, they, they carried the Reds because the Reds were much bigger in Charleston than the Pirates were, even though the Pirates AAA team had been there and had been a very good team. And so what I found out was that in Pittsburgh, just as many people from Pittsburgh, the the actual Pittsburgh market, were going to Pirates games as Cincinnati people were going to Reds games. But the Reds, because of the way they marketed the team and because of where they're located, they were drawing people from as far away as Charleston, which is equidistant between Pittsburgh and, and Cincinnati. So it was a good example. Instead of going to Pittsburgh, those people went to Cincinnati, even though they had seen the guys playing on the Pirates play right there in Charleston. Uh, if you took a circle and drew it around Pittsburgh, and again, this comes back to, to, to you know um, criticizing the Nuttings for not spending money or being outspent by the Reds when there's no business, uh, the, the Reds have no business having a, a better financial system than the Pirates because they have a smaller TV market. If you draw a circle around Pittsburgh and of a certain distance, it'll be 2.5 million people. You draw that same circle around Cincinnati, it's 10 million. Uh, it's got Dayton, Columbus, um, Indianapolis. These are places where the Reds, the Indianapolis uh, team used to be. It's now the Pirates AAA. It was the Reds AAA team for a long time. It's about an hour and a half away. Reds, it was huge Reds country. So that's why the Reds were doing better than the Pirates in those days. No, and nobody wanted to accept that. It was all because Pittsburgh was a terrible baseball town, and none of it was true. Uh, because Pittsburgh people were going to the games as much as the people in Cincinnati were. So now you have this, the, 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 the comparison is with the St. Louis Cardinals, okay? Now, the St. Louis Cardinals actually, why, how can the Nuttings only have a, 50, a 78 million or 85 million, whatever it is their payroll is, and the Cardinals have 160 million? 
How can there be such a big difference when the Pirates play in a smaller TV market? Well, here's the thing. I got it right in front of me here. This I have I have a stack of the St. Louis Cardinals um, radio affiliates. It takes ten pages. Okay, the Pirates takes three. There are uh, the Pirates have radio stations in four states: Pennsylvania, Maryland, Ohio, and West Virginia. Okay. And, you know, we're, what kinds of cities are we talking about? If, if you don't count Erie, okay, uh, you've got Altoona, um, you've got Morgantown, West Virginia, you got whatever that, wherever it is in, Her- in, uh, in Maryland, I forget what it is, uh, one, of the, one of the little towns in Maryland, I forget which one. And um, so then over here, as I move the stack, I have St. Louis. The St. Louis Cardinals again. Now, I want you to keep this in mind when you when when you see media reports and you your and and nat- your natural inclination will be to to jump on the nuttings, who I have no use for, by the way. But you have to you, they'll jump on the nuttings and say that they're cheap because they should be able to spend exactly what the Cardinals spend. The Cardinals have um, ra- uh, the largest radio network in Major League Baseball. Uh, they're, uh, they're one of the smallest TV markets. But they have the largest radio network in Major League Baseball. Now, that, doesn't, that, that means they make some money from the radio more than the Pirates do. But it also means they have a gigantic footprint. The St. Louis Cardinals, I told you, the Pirates have, and you can imagine where these stations are, uh, in, in Pennsylvania, all over western PA, uh, little stations, and out towards central, and in West Virginia and Ohio, a total of like 20, 25 stations, something like that. Um, there's over a hundred here for the for the Cardinals. They have uh, stations in Arkansas, Iowa, Tennessee, Illinois, Kentucky, Indiana. Where else? Let's see here. Uh, is that all? There's eight of them, so I didn't get them all. Oh well, Missouri, obviously. And um, let me see here. Looking through this long list. They have stations in Tennessee, as I said. Now, here's the thing. The Pirates are out there trying to sell tickets in um, Ambridge, okay, or in uh, in Morgantown. The St. Louis Cardinals, maybe even as we speak, they're getting ready to do their caravan appearance in Memphis, Tennessee. They have have a, a radio affiliate in Memphis, Tennessee. They have a radio affiliate in Des Moines, Iowa. They have a radio affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas. They have a radio affiliate in Tulsa, Oklahoma. These are big cities. They're not small towns. They're actual cities. Um, they and, and so they have this gigantic footprint. And to give you a little history lesson, which you probably know, is that prior to the Dodgers and the Yankees moving to, um, to the coast, moving out of New York, uh, uh, and I'm sorry, the Dodgers and the Giants moving out of, out of New York to California. Um, they, uh, the Cardinals were the were the only team west of the Mississippi, so they they were in control of all those states I just mentioned for all those years up until about 60 years ago, and that seems like it should be long enough ago that it doesn't matter. But it, there there was no other place for those people in Arkansas who became. St. Louis Cardinals fans in 1946, uh, and they had kids, and they took their kids to Cardinals games. They didn't start taking them to Giants games or Dodgers games because the Dodgers moved to the West Coast. They were still Cardinals fans, and those that is why the Cardinals are a top 10 revenue team. They're top 10. You can, you can pretty much imagine who, the top, uh, who were in the top 10 with them. I don't have it in front of me here. But it would be the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Mets, the, uh, the Phillies, um, the White Sox, the Cubs. Uh, you might notice that those are pretty big cities. And then you have St. Louis. And the reason you have St. Louis is because of that giant footprint I told you about that covers eight states uh, for the uh, radio network, that gets them a pretty good cable TV contract of $100 million, or $100 million a year that they signed um, I don't know, a few years ago. I think the Pirates get like $25 million. So there's $75 million right there that the Cardinals have that the Pirates don't. And then, because of this giant footprint that they have, 
the the Cardinals draw three million people a year. The Pirates will draw a million four this year. So that's twice as many people buy tickets to their games, and then twice as many people buy jerseys when they go to the games and hats and souvenirs. Not to mention beer, hot dogs, all the food. I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm sure I could find it if I spent the time and maybe if I had the energy to um, find out how much the average person. Like if if you draw a million people to to uh, you know if you sell a million tickets, if a million people show up for your game, how many how much money does each person account for? Is it twenty? It's it's, it's got to be fifty bucks, I would think. Even if it's twenty five, uh, the the Cardinals have a million and a half more people at twenty five dollars a pop. That's another how much forty million that they've made. So already we're talking about over $100 million that the Cardinals would have that the Pirates don't have. And then they get some, I don't know if they get any revenue sharing or even if they have to share some revenue with the Pirates. But the point is, the Nuttings deserve a lot of criticism. But you know who deserves the most criticism when it comes to what's wrong with the Pirates? And I've been saying this for about, about 25 years now. The fans for showing up. Because Major League Baseball is a joke. And Major League Baseball ruined the Pirates. And and I want to tell you something. If if the world were destroyed tomorrow and we had to start all over again and somebody came up with the idea for Major League Baseball, guess which city would not get a Major League franchise? Pittsburgh. Too small. Market's too small. And for all the reasons I just gave you why since uh, St. Louis and Cincinnati – uh, succeed and Pittsburgh doesn't. Pittsburgh would not get a um, a Major League Baseball franchise. Now they would get a an NHL franchise, and they would get a uh, an NFL franchise because they have a salary cap, and you can compete if you have a salary cap and you're in a market this size. I think the the Penguins and the Steelers have done a pretty good job of proving that. So uh, you can criticize the Nuttings all you want. I think they're the, some of the smartest, if not the smartest, owners in sports. They know that their fans are dumb enough to keep showing up, no matter how bad they stink. You know how they know that? Because they did it. For 20 years, they didn't have a winning season. And enough fans kept showing up that the Nuttings were putting lots of money in the bank every year. And and the fans would call the talk shows and complain. And I've been on the other end of the, of the phone when they've done it. And then say... Uh, the Nuttings have to keep spend more money. They're cheap, blah, blah, blah. And I'd say, well, here's, a, here's an idea. If you think the ownership is cheap and you think that they're uh, not doing the job for you, here's an idea. Don't buy a ticket. Don't give them your money. You know, if there's a pizza shop in your neighborhood and they start selling bad pizza, uh, you go down there and complain about the pizza stinking. This is the worst pizza I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, give me a large with everything. That's what, that's what pirate fans do. This baseball team is a joke. It's an embarrassment to the city. I'll take four box seats for next Tuesday night against the Cardinals. Don't go to the games. And and again, that would be a shame for the Nuttings because it's not their fault. It is in some ways, and I don't have the time to go into that, about why why the uh, situation exists where they don't have salary cap and don't have more uh, power to compete and don't have the ability to compete financially. But don't blame the Nuttings. If you, are com- if you are complaining about the Nuttings not spending enough money and basing it on the size of the TV market, you're dead wrong. And if you're complaining about the Nuttings not spending uh, enough money and you keep giving them your money and keep showing up for the games and knowing that they're laughing all the way to the bank, you are an idiot. We'll be right back. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. 
Mention AM 1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. If your advisor or insurance rep is recommending an annuity, or if you're considering purchasing any retirement product, you should always get a second opinion. Make sure your decision's appropriate and cost-effective for your personal retirement situation. Call the Synergy Group before you move your 401k, IRA, or any other retirement account into an annuity or any financial product. Synergy Group has been helping Pittsburghers with hometown advice and services for 30 years. Don't just make a move. Be sure the annuity you're considering is a good move for you. Get a professional second opinion from Synergy Group, the local retirement professionals. Synergy Group, 800-321-7963. That's 800-321-7963. 800-321-SYNERGY. Investment advisory services offered through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC. Securities offered through GF Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So I... uh you can find me at Twitter, by the way, at Steigerworld. I don't think I mentioned that enough here because I can, I will read your tweets. Uh, we could do this more on the air. I haven't done it much at all. Um, but I, I did tweet out the stuff about the Cardinals uh, today because I, um, I saw the, the criticism popping up again, and the, there's a lot being made of the Pirates' uh, payroll. And I think this goes beyond sports because – you know the Pirates got PNC Park to be more competitive, and it was a joke. They were never going to be, never going to be competitive in the way that they said they were going to be competitive. Uh, they have sh- had signs of being competitive. They had a three-year window there, but since the place has been built, it's, they've been a joke for most of the time. A losing team for four of the, uh, for all but four of the seasons since it's been open. But uh, someone on Twitter named Juju Phillips responded by saying, why does MLB allow the Nationals, Orioles, and Reds to have their games broadcast in western North Carolina? Why is the coverage map so gerrymandered? The Pirates have a minor league affiliate in Greensboro, North Carolina. A Bucks minority owner has a AAA team in Charlotte. Makes no sense. That's because the Pirates have been stupid when it comes to that. And the Pirates have every right in the world to go down there and, and market their team in the city where their, their minor league affiliate is. Um, so uh, that's that's an issue. Uh, the Pirates, when I was working in Charleston, West Virginia, a long time ago, back uh, when the Reds were the big red machine, and I mentioned that earlier, that um, people were wondering why the Pirates were drawing so poorly and why the Reds were packing them in. I was doing the games in Charleston on the FM station, and the AM side wasn't carrying the Pirates, it was carrying the Reds. 
and that was back when AM was bigger than FM. And AM uh, station was a, a good signal, and when they would give the scores of the Pirates Reds games in Watt Powell Park, the ballpark where the where I was uh, where the team I was uh, broadcasting was playing, the fans would cheer the Reds win, even though ev- almost everybody on the team that the Pirates uh, had at that point had come through Charleston. So the Pirates did a terrible job; they they missed an opportunity. So um, you know we're coming up close to baseball season, and um, unfortunately. Baseball used to be my favorite sport, and one of the things I liked the most about baseball, the thing maybe that I liked the most about baseball, was that it was every day. Um, A perfect example is what's happening with football right now. Uh, You're hearing about Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, and he showed up late for practice at the Pro Bowl. The Steelers don't play even play an exhibition game, a game that doesn't matter for five and a half months. It'll be six and a half months before they play a game that matters. So that means all you have left to talk about is nothing, about who showed up for practice, who has a, a pulled hamstring, how they do in the OTAs. If you have a good baseball team, starting in April, you have something, you have a game tonight, you got a game tomorrow night. You don't spend a week talking about one game like you do in football. But when you have a terrible team like the Pirates have been for most of the last, what, 25 years, then you, um, then you, you have nothing but misery. And that's what the Pirates have been for the city of Pittsburgh for uh, since the early 90s. Um, actually, mo- almost, you take about five or six years out of it in the last 40 years, and it's, the Pirates have been a source of misery. Losing seasons, turmoil, frustration, anger, it's not supposed to be that. If you're old enough, uh, like I am, to remember when the Pirates were bigger than the Steelers, or at least when the Pirates were really competitive, you know how much fun it is to have a good baseball team in town that you can look forward to looking, watching the games at night. And instead of sitting around talking about what happened at practice today and what's going to happen six days from now, you talk. You have a game to watch tonight and you forget about it because you've got another one tomorrow night. So that's where you are with baseball. I hope I explained that for you. So uh, I, I will spare you the agony of, of worrying about how much money Bob Nutting is spending compared to the other teams in their division. That's it for me today, and I am out of here. I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.